Mike Seibert Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Yes! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio on Twitter and Instagram. And the email bag is MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And this week... We're back in the KGRG studio at Green River College with guest co-host Killing Spree, and we've been talking about this year's Oscar nominations and snubs. Um, was there anything else you wanted to mention about uh, war and it being excluded? No, the, 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 the best actor, that's the one that I think it should have gotten a nomination for. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember where I was going to kind of try to sort of pick things up. I would have liked it to get a, a writing category of nom, but it is what it is. Yeah, see, and and that's a hard one because you have you have a couple different categories there. You have original screenplay and adapted screenplay. And sometimes I don't really know what the difference well, is. Well, uh, original is, it's obviously original. Okay. It's not based on anything, whereas adapted is, it's based on something. Right. Okay. So some. So, so like, say, if Jurassic Park got a nom for writing, it would be adapted screenplay. Oh, okay. Because it's a movie from a novel. Like, like for example, like the Disaster Artist and Molly's Game, or, and or like a Logan. There's it's it's based on Old Man Logan, or is it a well, hodgepodge? See, and that's that's what I wanted to get into because there's. I mean, it's barely Old Man Logan. I mean, it's. I mean, Old Man Logan in the comics is a vastly different story. About the only thing they have in common is that Wolverine is old. Okay, that's like the only thing they have in common. Because um, yeah, the story plays out completely differently. There's yeah. I mean, well, it, it could also just be the fact that Wolverine's a comic book character, not a uh, movie character. So yeah, yeah. So I I was really trying to figure that out because it says screenplay by Scott Frank and James Mangold and Michael Green, story by James Mangold, who who's uh, the director of the movie. So I I don't yeah I I'm not I'm not precisely I, sure what that means because the yeah I I think it would have to be just by virtue of the fact that it's a existing property a comic book character yeah so um but i because like like a let's say one of those star trek movies got a, uh-huh. a writing nom when they get adapted just because they're a tv show originally but none of those movies are given a, a, a uh, adaptation of a particular episode right yeah see i i think you're right i think that's exactly the logic um so even like say if war for example, was nominated, it would have to be adapted because it's still kind of an offshoot of the Planet of the Apes franchise. Okay. Even though it's a mostly original story. Um, but I think maybe there's just enough connective tissue there that that, that would make it adapted. Because, again, I, I really don't understand the, the mechanics of it. I mean, the I'm other... sure, like with the sound thing, there's, there's a technical difference <laughs> but yeah i mean where whereas the other ones in uh the adapted screenplay category are adaptations of novels um so i mean so i mean i i get that um well since we're talking about comic books do you want to talk about a snub that's getting everybody all pissy yes i i was originally going to try to segue that from uh war for the planet of the apes being kind of uh um oh am i fucking up your uh no structure here no i have no structure that's the problem it was just like i had it in my mind and i just couldn't quite do it so so one movie that we're not talking about that isn't justice league that hasn't been dude twitter is a weird wasteland of of dc fanboys it is it's so weird I, I don't understand these DC people. I'm totally bearing the lead. Uh, Wonder Woman has zero nominations. 
And oh man, people are pissed off. And I, the Oscars aren't respecting whammon. Yeah, I mean that's that's, and and I don't I I really, truly don't understand the outrage, because what I think we were kind of trying to set up in um, our previous discussions of like, well, sure, we're kind of upset that you know the movies that we liked weren't recognized. You know, it's, I don't know. I, I, I feel like with, with Wonder Woman, I think it's the outrage is misplaced and for the wrong reasons. It's based on principle, not merit. You're and- going to have to elaborate because I have not been following this. Okay. Very good. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I came across a article on, uh, the Mary Sue. Um, ah, God, oh, God damn it. Why? Because again, I I am drawn to clickbait. When I see something in yeah, a tweet, the, the Mary Sue is very much clickbait. Oh my god, it's 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 not good. Well, and and you know, I don't want to slip into this whole side tangent about like genre journalism, um, because I don't really know what to turn to. I wouldn't because... call any of that journalism. No, no, it's not. It's it... activism. Yeah, that, there's a there's a good dash of that, but it's like I I don't care for the tone of just about anything that I read with regards to genre. I mean, like the closest I can get is like entertainment weekly or something. And even then that's slipping a little left for my taste. Uh, um, very, very, uh, uh, there, there's a undertone of activism and, and, uh, so enough about shitting on Ray. I mean the Mary Sue. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) sorry. I, I, so I came across the tweet only male stories matter. Okay. Colon, Logan gets an Oscar nod and Wonder Woman doesn't. This is a very lengthy article, and I was thinking I was going well, to read give us it. The, give us the too long, didn't read cliff notes. Oh, my God. Okay, so basically what it, it doesn't really say a whole lot. Basically what it says, it's like, because th- the, the whole contention of it is that Logan gets a nomination and then, uh, um, oh, actually, l- let me find this. Okay. I don't think it's a, co- a coincidence that the R-rated movie about a bearded man gets a got a nomination while the feel-good film about women's empowerment didn't. <laughs> That's okay. that's the entire that's the gist of it just in that paragraph. I mean, it goes on to say, well, this isn't a shit on Logan by any means. But let's shit on Logan. Exactly. And because like it gives, you know, kind of like a paragraph kind of saying, well, you know, it's it's a hard thing to adapt hard material because look at Batman v Superman. And yet, it says. And yet. Um The Academy likes to think of itself as rewarding the quote-unquote important films, the ones that matter, that represent something new or meaningful for the art of cinema. However, however, they only wrote however once. I'm throwing that in for emphasis. Um, What they consider quote-unquote important doesn't often feel that revolutionary or new to viewers. At this point, we all know that an Oscar bait film, what an Oscar bait film looks like, a historical drama helmed by a white man filmed with self-conscious gravitas. That formula can certainly make for a quality film, but the end product rarely feels like a new and exciting contribution to what cinema can do. Okay, before you move on uh, Uh or continue, let me ask you this, since you've seen Wonder Woman and I haven't Yes. What is new and revolutionary about the Wonder Woman movie? Um, the superhero um, has has lady parts instead of dude parts. You know, she wears a skirt instead of pants. Okay. Um, okay. Now, now let let me let me step aside from that for a sec because I I I'm in a weird middle space with this. No, I don't think that Wonder Woman deserves any Oscar nominations for anything and this outrage really kind of bothers me. And that that was kind of the thing that I wanted to kind of talk openly about because I couldn't find like with uh the the tweet about like the 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 defeminized version of Star Wars, I found like a snarky caption. I cannot find I couldn't 
concoct a snarky caption to go with this because it just it just made me feel so icky it, that that the only way I could kind of reconcile it was by kind of reading through it and talking about it. It's pretending to be outraged because I can't remember how many years ago this was, but uh, mm-hmm. the United Nations adapted Wonder Woman as their symbol of. Uh, I can't remember if they called it women's empowerment or whatever. It, it, yes. was, it was some type of empowerment thing. Yeah, yeah. And feminist out groups got outraged over it because of Wonder Woman's sexy costume. Yeah. And now we're supposed to care, or now they're pretending that Wonder Woman's some symbol of female empowerment. Which is it? Yeah. Come on. I, I get I, I get very pick, confused. Pick, pick one and like it. Yeah, and and so and and the thing that I was gonna say before I before I move on in this article is that, you know, the part where I step aside is that I do acknowledge that this movie is important to the people it's important to. That's not to say more or less kind of kind of a um different version of your you do you attitude. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to shit on you for liking this movie. I don't like it the same way you do. Um, I liked it. Okay. It's, it's fine. Um, I, I don't necessarily have a whole lot against it. It gets a little jangly in the third act, but I've, I've talked about that before. Um, but no more than any other superhero movie, you know, it's, it, it goes in the same bin as the, uh, first Captain America movie. The well, first that's, that's why I was asking about what this movie is new and revolutionary about. Cause every synopsis I've been yeah. read or told is that it's your run of the mill, uh, origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero it's, origin it's just, story. It's just one with a pair of tits. Yeah. And, and, but the thing also is that people feel like they're, it symbolizes representation or something like that. And I don't, I don't necessarily, my, my perspective on the Wonder Woman movie is that I understand that it's important. I understand why people feel that it's important to them. I just wish they would have gotten a better movie to hang your capital I important on. Um, well, if they want does, important, does movie, that make sense? Yeah, I was going to say if they want important uh, uh, female empowerment icons, where were they for Ripley and Sarah Connor? Mm-hmm. Well, and I bet or, you. Or what about uh, Motoko when uh, Ghost in the Shell came out in '96? Yeah, and and I I'm no feminist. I don't understand how feminism works. I know that's something we've kind of talked about in in previous episodes, but I I would imagine that to rebut that people would say, well, those are still kind of like. You know, uh, uh, you know, talk a lot about the male gaze and all that other stuff. I don't, I, and I don't. If they're concerned about the male gaze, then they shouldn't be holding up uh, Wonder Woman to such high regard. Yeah, right see, now. and and I think I'm mixing metaphors now that I say that out loud because, like, you know, because I I thought I thought of like Ghost in the Shell for a sec with uh, with regards to the male gaze, but with regards to say like Ripley and Sarah Connor, um. You know, maybe people could argue that it's still kind of a male centric story or something. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm fumbling around in the dark desperately, right. not knowing anything of what I'm talking about. No, I got you. But, but it's... that's, that's the thing. It's like, but, but that's, I think, what confuses and confounds me so much. Uh, but if, if you were annoyed earlier, get this. Uh, Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. It, it gets, okay. So, uh, next paragraph, it says, uh, for the Academy to completely shut out Wonder Woman, which broke records for female directors and showed remarkable staying power with audiences hungry for this representation, shows that their criteria for what's quote-unquote important is skewed. I'm going to stop there for a sec. I, I should have read this sentence before I went on on this weird tangent that I went yeah. on a second ago, because that's what I'm speaking to. It's like, right. there is there is an audience that wants that material desperately. I just wish they got better material is all. So anyway, but, but I don't agree with the statement that what is important is skewed on the Academy's part that, that doesn't ring hollow, but, but uh, continuing in this paragraph, I mean, even the pastiche of Disney's live action beauty and the beast got a best costumes nod, uh, but a superhero movie which successfully adapted its hero's iconic comic book costume and also took the time to create historically inspired practical costumes for its Amazons dot 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 didn't. 
question mark. <sighs> right, exactly. And, and and first she's first Wonder Woman is <laughs> a uh, product of the male gaze, and now it's Jesus Christ, I, fucking hell. Yeah, I. I th- this is why most people don't take the Mary Sue seriously. Well, and, and, it, and it has like frustrating inaccuracies in it. Best costumes, not that's not a thing. It's it's a production design. Why well, I thought uh, costume designs gets a nod. Uh, well, let's. Well, if something costume related. I thought they get. Uh, there's a category. for Well, you know what? Let me just let me just make sure. Let's because, check our ignorance. Yeah, I because you know what? Maybe I am ignorant on that. So Beauty and the Beast is nominated for production design. Um, but then oh, okay, my mistake. It is costume design. So it's okay. also it all it is also nominated for that. My mistake. Um So it's got two. Yeah, so yeah, so it has two. That's that's rad. <laughs> um but I mean it's I I I'm just gonna stop. Because, I mean, like, the whole thing just bothers me. It's all, like, it's all um, about comparisons. It's, like, rather than... Now, you would think that the the stronger thing would be for it to stand on its own merit rather than comparing it. First, we started the article comparing it to Logan. Now we're comparing it to Beauty and the Beast. Now, what are we going to say, like, oh, well... Um, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes got a best visual effects nomination, but this one had had a scene where Wonder Woman throws a tank. So, so where's the recognition for that? You know, I mean, it, I, I don't, I, I, well, I don't. Well, next, I, well, next day I'll go into the video game realms, and Wonder Woman is the Dark Souls of comic book movies, or something. Yeah, <laughs> only and, only select people will get that, <laughs> and I am not one of them. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I again so there there are there are aspects that i want to understand where they're coming from in that you know this movie is important to a lot of people but i uh so i i wanted to do a, a little bit of research in that like i wanted to see um what Captain America, the first Avenger was nominated for, because I thought this was the closest thing to it because it's a period set piece. You know, maybe it would be nominated for, you know, costume design, production design, you know, maybe visual effects, maybe um, score, certainly none of the acting categories or, right. uh, um, but anything like that come to find out Captain America, colon, the first Avenger, you know, how many Academy Award nominations it has. I'm going to guess a big fat nothing. Zero. Okay. Zero. So to me, this it's, it, it's comparable. And because I don't know, I mean, may, maybe like I'm secretly progressive or something, but I've, I, I look at wonder woman as just another superhero movie in that it's, again, I can appreciate why it's important to people that aren't me, but it's not important to me. I just, I just think it's a fine enough superhero movie. I, I I don't know I don't know. Whereas Logan, w- w- yeah. So well, ju- uh, s- sell me on. I, I've seen Logan, but sell okay. me on it being be- getting a, a deserving of its nomination. Okay, so so with Logan, um, the thing that you know I would have liked to have seen, um, you know, like a like an actor nomination for Hugh Jackman. Right. I don't think he's better than any of the other nominees like like uh like i mean like gary oldman is nominated as as winston churchill and he like i haven't seen the movie but he like transforms into winston churchill so i i do understand that Mm -hmm. um so i i wouldn't i wouldn't say like oh well you know you swap out daniel day lewis for for hugh jackman i'm not gonna make those comparisons it it is what it is i would have liked to have seen it I'm not going to lie. I also would have liked to have seen uh, a supporting actor for Patrick Stewart. I, I think that would have been nice because both of them turn in, I think, what I would consider to be special performances, even uh, especially in a genre movie. It would have been cool, but I'm I'm not specifically disappointed. Okay. But rather than being disappointed, I'm delighted that Logan does have that that adapted screenplay nomination because it's it's recognizing writing in a comic book movie, uh, you know, for a genre movie. Because you look at the other nominees, like we were talking about earlier, they're all hoity-toity novel adaptations. So, um, well, I- I'm kind of curious. Uh, 
excluding like a production and visual uh-huh. effects, how often do comic book movies get uh, Oscar nominations? Almost never. So I think that's why that's important for. Um, yeah, in fact, I I, I don't have uh, uh, the history and research in front of me, but I don't I don't know of another comic book movie that's been in that adapted screenplay category. Um, damn, you know, I I almost wish our newsreader would come in so uh, so we have a break coming up so I could do that research, but because I he's got ten minutes because because I'm I'm legitimately curious. Um, but I know it doesn't happen often. And 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 that was kind of the crux of the tweet that I put out. Like 20th Century Fox had just put a, a tweet out there, you know, congratulating Logan on its on its nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay. And I quote tweeted that. And this was on the heels of already seeing what Blade Runner was nominated for, what War for the Planet of the Apes was nominated for, what Wonder Woman wasn't nominated for. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Th- this is... You know, it, it's a writing nomination, not for costume design, not for sound effects, not for visual effects. You know, would have liked to see the acting nods, but the fact that it is a writing nomination isn't nothing. And I feel like that's, I, I don't think it's going to win, but the fact that it was nominated, I i think is enough of a recognition of, um, of that movie. Um, I, I don't know if I can sell it per se. It's like it's one of those things to where it's either. Well, I just mean, what about the story was worthy of a nomination? You, that's you know what? That is an interesting question, because if if I think about it too long, it'll probably fold like a house of cards. I don't know if I can stand on the mountaintop and say like this story deserves it over say a different story okay well let me uh i'll simple it for you why should logan get the nom over wonder woman oh it, it, it's a better story it, it's 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 a better story i mean like you have you have a million stories about superhero beginnings very rarely do you get a story about a superhero ending okay and 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 that's yeah, it's 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 a satisfying ending, I think. Also, but but the thing and and it's funny because I thought when you said, "Well, let me ask you this," and I thought you were going to ask me point blank, why Logan and not War for Planet of the Apes, and I have an answer for that actually. Okay, they're both Exodus movies. Yeah, I mean they're they're I mean both. Wolverine and Caesar are both kind of like the Moses archetype in that like they, you know, they lead their people to the promised land and they don't get to enjoy the promised land. The only difference I would say there is uh, Caesar more or less was willing to be the leader, whereas Logan Mm -hmm. was he had to be pushed into that role. Yes, he was very reluctant. See, and and. You know, and and this is it comes down to taste. So no, I, it, I it's that. not I'm right, you're wrong, or no, no, you know, no, no, you're I, right, I, I'm wrong. I was just putting that in there for a second. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and uh, so just for me, that's uh, of two sides of the same coin. Logan, to me, I think is the better Exodus movie, and, and it means a little more to me, being the comic book fan. Just as much as I see where War would be the better Exodus movie for you because of, well, you know. I, I would primarily say Ex- uh, War was the better Exodus movie just because the movies leading up to it yeah. were better than the movies leading up to Logan. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah. But that's kind of up to taste and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's really, you listeners, you can decide for yourself which, who's, <laughs> there, there which is better. There it is. There it is. Because, yeah, it's 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 not me versus you, you versus me, I'm right, you're wrong, you know, and all that. So I, I don't know, man. So... um at the end of the day, I think the Oscars are still kind of just just kind of a joke. Um, well, I oh yeah, this I guarantee you, the Oscars is just going to be a repeat of the uh, Golden Globes. Where yeah, it's just a lot of virtue signaling from a bunch of overpaid clowns mm-hmm. who get paid to play pretend mm-hmm. and talk down to uh, the parts of America that aren't on the coasts. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. It it is kind of interesting because being on on the coast ourselves, but I, I I totally get your point, and I think that was very very well said. I didn't mean to shit on that like that. No, well, <laughs> well, no, I know what you mean. It's like yeah, born born and raised in Washington, but I feel mm-hmm. like I belong in like 
Arizona or something. Sure, sure. You can hang out with uh, Dave Sanders. It'd be awesome, and you guys could talk about wrestling all the time. That'd be dope. It's Rusev Day. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I like. Oh, that. we can talk about XFL coming back. Yeah, so that's actually on my list. So let's. So um, so anything else on the Oscars before before we uh, before we move on for the long, uh, the last part of the show well, here? Uh, I guess last thing about the Oscars. Like, yeah. In the long run, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I, I bet if we look at uh, ratings, most people don't give a fuck about the Oscars at all. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and I, I hundred percent, hundred percent agree. I, I just could not care less. And, uh, the, I think we said this at the top, but yeah, of like the best picture category, I, I've only seen one of the movies and I, um, I hear darkest hour is really good. I probably will want to see that at some point, but I'm not going to go out to the theater and see it. Um, and all the other ones, um, yeah, I just, it, it it just doesn't appeal. I'll just, I'll catch the cliff notes uh, the morning after. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's move on because like we, you know, between star Wars talk and other tangents, we went way too long. Yeah, but I, see, I see you got more stuff. Yeah. A couple, just a couple random couple things to close us out. Uh, so you mentioned uh, the XFL is returning the brainchild of Vince McMahon and the WWE. Um, how, uh, how do you feel about that? I'm, Honestly, I think the time is right for yeah. uh, uh, for Vince to try to not directly compete with the NFL, but offer an alternative. Because obviously, the XFL is not going to take place during no. the NFL season. That that would just be suicide, right? Yeah. But it's not coming. It's going to be uh, debuting in twenty twenty. Uh huh. So Vince said in his uh, press video, like they're going to take their time with this. They're going to get it right. Yeah, but. With all these stories of people not watching the NFL anymore mm-hmm. because of stuff like, say, uh, the anthem protests, e- exactly, and, and, uh, and all um, that and all that stuff. So it's and ratings are. I keep hearing ratings aren't doing it, or they're not doing as well. Ratings they're declining. Yeah, NFL ratings are are on a on a depending upon what pundit you subscribe to. You know the, how steep the decline is, and but regardless, ten- the decline is there. And it, well, depending on the team, but attendance isn't doing so well either. I remember watching, right. uh, I can't remember what week it was, but when Seattle was playing in San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. Th- there were so many empty spots. Yeah. It was like, wow, what the hell? Yeah. Well, one, it's San Francisco. That team sucks, but that stadium is, like, super huge, yeah, too. But, yeah, but it seems like uh, with some teams, even if they suck, they'll still yes. get good crowds. Like, I would imagine if Se- Seattle had a, well, we kind of had a bad season this year, but, yeah. but uh, like a a really like NFC worst style season. Right. I'd imagine you'd still like tickets would still be hard to come by. Well, people are still going to Cleveland Browns games. People are still going to Detroit Lions games, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. You know, the homers will still show up. There just aren't enough 49er homers in San Francisco, I guess. But, but yeah, I mean, attendance is down. Viewership is down. And I think people, like like you were alluding to earlier the you know the the people not of the coast um just are are tired of it we want just, we want sports we don't want politics if we yeah. want politics we'll watch uh c-span yeah and and like you know every time i see colin kaepernick on a magazine cover i ju- i just want to throw up um i mean i hated that guy before because you know i'm i'm a huge seahawks fan and and yeah, we, I, we were I, hating kaepernick before it was cool that that's Oh, dude, that was perfect. That 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 is the I didn't even think of it that way, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, we're we're not bandwagon Kaepernick haters. I mean, you know, but I I I'm getting as much disdain for the Seahawks Michael Bennett as I as I am Kaepernick. I'm 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 tired of that guy. He needs to go away, and he's just causing trouble. And just I I'm over it. It wouldn't bother me so much if it was all if it wasn't during the games. Yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And I don't know. No, so I, I was like, I don't mind Kaepernick's position. Like I, sometimes I roll my eyes at stuff he says, like yeah. like, like his Castro defense or whatever. Oh, but it's yeah. just like, all right, whatever. Just just play a damn game. Well, Kaepernick can't play the damn game, but you get the idea. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this whole like nobody will hire him because he's been like blackballed and all that other stuff. It's yeah. I I don't know. I I don't I don't. Anyway, with the XFL. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get me off the From what I've read, um, <laughs> they're not going to hire players with criminal records or something like that. Oh, okay. At least this is what I've heard. I'm not, don't quote me on it, but uh, and also that uh, 
standing for the national anthem is going to be a requirement. Yeah, yeah, and Vince. So made that that, right, very that clear. right there uh, is a good idea on Vince's part, just because he's he's playing the crowd. He, 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 well, he's a wrestling promoter. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, say what you will about Vince McMahon. He knows how to entertain a crowd. He has been doing that his entire well, life. He, yeah, Ross he... celebrated its uh, 25th anniversary this past Monday. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, like, uh, let's see. So, uh, so he's funding this himself. Try. Whoops. What is going on here? Oh, Oh, we're, we're going to learn about Degree Ultra for Men because I don't know how to mute a computer. But, yeah, no, Vince McMahon is going to uh, 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 fund it himself. Um, it's going to start in January of 2020. Its first season will have eight teams around the country playing. Yeah, a it's tw- going to be ten week. Yeah, it's very, very small. Um, so, yeah, uh, eight teams to start, 40-man rosters, 10-season game, uh, two-hour game time goal. Keep yeah, it, that was something else he brought up, like to make the game short. shorter. Which I, I kind of find ironic because he pushed Raw to be a three-hour show, and a common complaint I see is that Raw should go back to the, being a two-hour show. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, Dave, tell us what you think. <laughs> yeah, this is where we should have we should have had Dave on Yeah, on, yeah, on call, call. called up. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. We almost could have, like, broke and done a separate episode and, like, called him up. Oh, well. Anyway, I mean, it, it just it, it struck my eye because the announcement just came yesterday, right? Um. I think it was yesterday. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, so it was it was just it was very timely and just uh um yeah, it's I, I remember I mean, I watched the XFL and I don't remember disliking it. <laughs> I I tried watching it and I think at the time I just wasn't big on football to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, Okay, this is a thing and then just Moved on. I just remember all the players had like he ri- hate me. Yeah, they had like ridiculous names. If he hate me is not involved in the XFL. I, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I know, right? Make him the commissioner. That's what you do. Just make him a play-by-play <laughs> commentator. That'd be oh, great, dude. I'm I'm down with that. I I am there for that. And I think I think we're almost at the time of like uh, um, early 2000s nostalgia to start kicking in. And I oh, I just had a thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember. The XFL, the original XFL, yeah, it was much like WWE at the time. It Ed, was very, well, very much so edgy. <laughs> but the, but in uh, Vince's press release, he was very much he he really emphasized on that this is going to be family friendly. Yeah, I read that in several releases. I'm not sure what to make of that. What 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 does family friendly mean? Watch wrestling of- today. Compare that to. Late '90s WCW WWF. Okay, and yeah, today's wrestling is very family friendly compared to that. Interesting. Okay, like they don't let wrestlers bleed. Sure. Like, like if if there's if a wrestler accidentally gets cut and bleeding, and they show uh, re- uh, replay footage later on, uh, like on a later show, all the blood footage will be black and white. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So, I mean, so yeah, so I mean, like, I, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, I, I, I'm up for uh, an alternative to the NFL. I'm getting bored with it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the time is right. And, you know, yeah, give give me an yeah, alternative. Like, like, and... I, don't about, I don't know about you, but like, in regards to the NFL, like, these days, I, I just watch the Seahawks games and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, yeah. Like a few here. years ago, I, I'd, I may not watch every single game, but I would at least try to watch like Sunday night and Monday night football. Sure, sure. Nowadays it's like no nah, unless it's the Seahawks I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So yeah, so uh but but speaking of the the WWE connection there, um uh did you see that apparently uh John Cena is going to be cast as Duke? Oh, he's Nukem. in the what? talks for to play the Duke. Yeah. And I do not know how to feel about this. It, I really don't damn i was hoping you did because i'm in the same boat i don't know how to feel he's got the look oh yeah he's got the look and when you throw you throw a crop top and and uh sunglasses on him and yeah and when he's allowed to be uh crude mm-hmm. and politically incorrect he yeah he can fit the role just fine it's just yeah it's just like on one hand i want this to happen because we live in a culture where it's it's just Everyone is oversensitive about every little thing. Yeah. I mean, that 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 story about Wonder Woman that we yeah. were talking about was just the perfect example of that. And we could use a return of Duke Nukem and his 
this politically incorrect sense of humor. Like it'd be a a breath of fresh air, for lack of better phrasing. Yeah, but on the other hand, video game uh, based movies, yeah, more often than not, suck. Yeah, I, I on the ride on my drive up here, I was trying to think of uh, video game movies that are that are either good or passable. Okay, and I could only think of a handful, like like a. Maybe Mortal Kombat and the first Resident Evil. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, uh, Mario was awful. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was bad. Right. The Resident Evil sequels are bad. Yeah. Well, see, and I would say Resident Evil 1 is a good movie, but I don't think it's a good Resident Evil movie. I don't think it's a fair adaptation of the material. I mean, it it doesn't really capture the horror or the claustrophobia or any any of that. I don't know. For me, at least. Oh, I'm going off of memory here because it's sure. been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it it did get some of it right. Yeah. But it's just it was telling a a new story. It wasn't like an adaptation. Like right. Jill and Chris were in it. Yeah. See, and I think that's maybe that's what it wasn't you like. Let's say the Mortal Kombat adaptation that had right. the characters. Yeah, I I actually like that first Mortal Kombat movie quite a bit. It was fun. It was fun. It's a fun movie. It's dumb as shit, but but it's fun. I would say that of all the video game movies I've seen, that one's the best. That one's on the top. Have you seen uh, Silent Hill? That's one I don't really care for. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because at the time, I've never played a Silent Hill game, and I still didn't care for that movie. Yeah, it's just like I was racking my brain, and I remember hearing, I you know, I haven't really played the games and I haven't seen the movie. I, it's just like, I've heard it's like, Oh, that one's kind of okay. Um, but, but to that point, do one, do we even need a Duke Nukem movie? I mean, I'm sorry. You already addressed that. I, I, I'm phrasing it wrong. Um, would a Duke Nukem movie work in a post Deadpool space? Because a lot of Duke Nukem's humor is kind of Deadpool, and if we've seen Deadpool, well, already, I think you mean well. No, Deadpool's older than Duke, isn't he? Yes, like Duke came or premiered in like ninety one or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, and 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 my basis for that is like you take for example the Avengers and the Justice League. Mm-hmm. By the time the Justice League movie came out, we had already had two and a half Avengers movies. It's like, no, I, okay, I get, I get what so, you're saying now. So, but, but the Justice League predates the, the Avengers by 30 years. So, you know, it's, it, it's well, that kind uh, of thing. A, so I wonder... Well, a friend of mine on Facebook uh, com- uh, chimed in when I was... I just made a post about Duke sure. there. And he, he kind of added that... Or he, he stated that uh, Duke Nukem 3D, it, it came out in like 94 six or something like that. it's well over 20 years old right so who, who would this movie be a fan for because the yeah the the uh the audience that this movie would probably be aiming at were too young when duke 3d came about right yeah i mean it, but, it it'd be a nostalgia thing it'd be for folks like yeah, us it'd be like uh the, the expendables it'd be for the people who are a yeah. fan of that stuff yeah but uh well i don't know if it'd be fair to say duke's uh I don't want to say out of the limelight, but out of, or out of public eye, but because like Duke Nukem Forever came out like I want to say six years ago. Yeah, and then uh, I can't remember how many years ago, but it was fairly recent that uh, for the 20th anniversary of Duke Nukem 3D, it, mm-hmm. it got a re-release with uh, a brand new level or uh, episode made for it. Yeah, so I mean, it's like it's not like Duke's uh, been out of it for a horribly long time. Right. And, you know, maybe it's one of those things to where the time is right for for revival. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so let me see. So uh, so again, that that's kind of like a you decide thing. So so to wrap up, the last thing I wanted to talk about um, before before we get out of here, um, I didn't realize um, until uh, we started looking at each other's posts on Twitter that you're into Monster Jam. Oh, yeah. I've been going to those things since. uh. Oh fuck! The very first monster truck rally I went to was in 1993. Interesting. See, because like I'm, I'm very, very casual. Like for example, when it comes to town, we go like 
you know, we, we go like every other year or something like that. So I, I wouldn't say that we're fans. We don't follow the sport or anything like that, but it's just fun. I've, I, I've always liked uh, monster truck rallies. They've always been a lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, so monster jam was here in uh, the, um, at a uh, Tacoma dome a couple few weeks ago. And yeah, it was, it was, it was just one of those things that just kind of, kind of blew me away a little bit. And, and I, I had made some kind of comparison to, um, uh, wrestling. Yeah. Do it's like, well, what, it, what it was, was like one of the trucks had like it, it wrecked, it ate it really, really hard. And like, so they craned it off and like they do repairs on it. They're like, okay, so Earthshaker might be able to come back for the, for the, for the freestyle challenge at the end, but he needs your help. He needs your cheers. Yeah. It's just, the, that's a, a showmanship like- to get the crowd involved. It, it, they do that a lot. Dude, I was cheering my face off. I wanted to see that truck do some wheelies. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, it's like I, um, I, I've i suddenly forgotten where I wanted to go with that. Maybe something about the parallels between. Comparing uh, it to wrestling. Yeah. And, and yeah, no, it's just. I don't know. It was it was that thing like, you know, cheers being able to, you know, uh, and, and the anthropomorphizing of it. It's like, you know, using using pronouns to return uh, refer to the trucks. You know, it's like I think they've always done that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they I don't recall them ever, at least during the shows, referring to the drivers. It's like yeah. it's always referring to the trucks. Yeah. Or the name of the truck. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, because I mean, I remember when I was a kid, it was, you know, it was Bigfoot. Bigfoot was the thing. And it was always I, I miss Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. How is it that there's no Bigfoot now? I mean, it, I don't know. It's apparently all about Gravedigger now, and no, well, Gravedigger's pretty been pretty big for right years. Yeah, and that was kind of like the heir apparent to Bigfoot there, I guess. I mean, I guess in terms of like popularity, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Gravedigger had a very good showing in Tacoma, though. <laughs> that kept rolling over, over and over. Really? Because uh, well, I think it just depends on which night you go to. Yeah, the Friday night show, Gravedigger had a decent showing. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. well, I was about to say he, but I think the driver that came through was a a woman. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, she had a she won the uh, it was Friday night. I think she won the uh, the freestyle event. Oh, okay, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I think it really depends on which night you go to. Yeah, some, some shows are better than turned out to be better than others. Yeah, like so, I, I avoid the Sunday afternoon shows. Oh, okay. See, we went we went Sunday evening, so it was like it was like a seven o'clock show. Yeah. And and yeah, that poor guy that was throwing uh, digger discs, yeah, he couldn't catch him no more because I think he was he he had been doing it all weekend already. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, they they have like these frisbee yeah. things that they're just trying to sell merch. Exactly. But it but it it, it did uh, it did kind of crack me up. But yeah, um, oh so yeah, so I actually did have a specific question for you on that. So um, not having gone to multiple days events um is it basically the same thing for four days because like when i saw it it was like it was uh like uh races and like wheelie challenges but then also you had like atvs and like these like stinger vehicles that i i think it's the same event Mm. or the same events it's just a different day gotcha okay because i i i don't go to uh multiple yeah. When they when they come to the Tacoma Dome, I don't go to multiple days. I just go to one. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Well, and and what it was was like I I was talking to my wife about this. I was saying it out loud. She's like, "Well, ask your friend that knows stuff about it." Because weren't you just saying that that Killing Spree has been a fan of uh, Monster Truck rallies before he was into wrestling? I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I have to ask them. Ask him about that on but, the but, on the podcast." But the uh, these uh, multiple days at the Tacoma Dome, it's actually fairly recent. Cause, uh, yeah, okay. Because, like, uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to figure out uh, how long ago it was. But it used to be, like, uh, when they would come to the, to the Coma Dome or, or the Kingdom, when the Kingdom still right. existed. It was, it was just one night. That was it. Yeah, see, and I, I remember that, like, being young and seeing, like, those one-night-only uh, Kingdom things. And, and those had, like, demolition derbies. And yeah, sometimes that, you'd get, like, some motocross in there. That, well, and, even in the Tacoma Dome, like, they had cool, the cool stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just the... These last two or three years, they've kind of, I don't want to say dumbed it down, but it's just kind of dialed it back. Well, maybe. let me put it this way for everybody listening. Uh, it used to be when the monster trucks were doing the racing segments, mm-hmm. they'd go over ramps and uh, over uh, crushed cars. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. At least not for the races. 
And even with the freestyle, they only had, well, I don't know about the night you went, but the Friday night I went, mm-hmm. they only brought out uh, two cars to crush. Yeah. That was it. Well, and and the since it was Sunday, those cars were already well crushed. So yeah. basically the best they could do was kind of use them as a little bit of a ramp for like for like the uh, um, jump challenge. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, or even like like the the uh, two wheel challenge where yeah. they're kind of using it not to crush the car but just to kind of kind of upend it. Yeah, and I was looking at the pictures that I've taken from like uh, <laughs> 2015 or whatever, and they had tons of cars to crush. Yeah, and like they used to do. Yeah, demolition derby used to be the uh, the the finale. Yeah, and and sometimes okay. sometimes they would bring out. Uh, Oh, somebody's making a song request calling the uh, KGRG request line at 253-833-5004. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to answer it. We're just going to turn it down. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, and sometimes they would bring out uh, yeah. a special, like, uh, mechanized robot, like Robosaurus. Yes, that was that's like, right. It wasn't every year. It was, it was just whenever they yeah, could. Yeah, it was for, like, special things. Yeah, I, I remember that. And the... Uh, most of the time they've had ATV and motocross races, but they were like, yeah. they were much bigger. Like there was like, it wasn't just like four or five racers. It was like at least 10. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a huge thing. Like, and they would do like, like figure eight races and things like that. Kind of like what you would actually see at like the, you know, racetrack yeah, like, nowadays. Yeah. yeah Monster Mon- 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 Truck Rallies, are, even today, are they're still fun. It's just, they're not as fun as I remember it. Yeah. But then, but there's, but then there's the, uh, the, f- the world finals that they do, and they just go balls out. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Like, like me and my dad went to one, uh, it was early 2000s or whatever, and they have these down in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they just, it's like it's the end of the year for them, so they just don't give a fuck. They will oh, destroy their okay. cars. Wow. <laughs> That's rad. Yeah, like me and my dad were talking about going this year, and we were, just, we were just looking at ticket prices and how much it would cost to fly down to Vegas. And when I was like, yeah, you know, let's just watch it on pay-per-view. So, oh, it's a pay-per-view thing? I th- I'm pretty sure that, well, these used, used to be pay-per-view. I don't oh, know if okay. they still do it as pay-per-view. Wow. Huh. Very cool. I, I See, I'm learning stuff. See, that's why I asked. Because, yeah, it's so funny because I, I always like going, but I've never paid attention. And it's so funny, you know, like they, they talk about, like, you know, Monster Jam University and all the trainings that the I think that's athlete- new. <laughs> I think so. And all the training that the athletes go through. I never understood that. So why fun. they call them athletes? Yeah, it's, well... Y- I mean, I get it. It's not easy racing yeah. like that, but it's just, I don't it, know, it just seems weird. When I think of athlete, I think of like a, something a little more physical than driving. You know, and, and I I used to feel that way about uh, NASCAR drivers. I'm like, come on, get out of here. You know, you, it's not like playing football or baseball, but um, there there was that year that KGRG had that uh, race car and, you know, we, uh, you know, uh, went out to the track a number of times and... And there's a lot involved, and it, and it's a lot. It's it's yeah. I, it, I'm, I'm probably just not giving credit where credit is due, to be honest. Well, and 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 the reason why I'm sharing that is because I I felt the same way. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, whatever. But but a, mo- a lot of the athleticism is one in in uh, reflex time, uh, reaction time, but also in endurance. Two things that don't necessarily go together. Okay. You know, you, so you have to, you know, have endurance, but you also have to be sharp at all times. Okay, that so that, that explanation, yeah, it, it clicks now. I get it. Yeah, well, and think about like any time you drive for like say like an hour or something. Like if you're if you're stuck in traffic or something like that. I mean, I I'm I'm fried if I if I get like like yesterday uh, coming home after the movie. I uh, traffic just sucked. It took me like two hours to get home, and <laughs> I was just I was. I was done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have some dinner and think about going to bed. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, well, I mean, well, I'm a old fat dude, too. So I've got like, you know, like, you know, creaks and pops and snaps and things like that. But but still, it's like your back pain has got back pain. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. But uh, uh, speaking of pain, um, uh, last thing before uh, before we check out, because I, I I'm surprised nobody's come to kick us out yet. Quite frankly, we're just we're, we're just, just waiting to get kicked out. To be honest. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, look at the time. It's like I thought there was going to be news readers. I mean, I see Waldo Magic over there getting ready for a show. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, but I know our time is short. But um, I, I figured since 
you were here and we were here together and you had a platform to talk about it, I saw that apparently this is going to be the last time out for Slayer. It's going to be their final yes, tour. Apparently they're retiring and they're going to do a farewell tour. Right. Starting in the uh, North America. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how to feel about that. One, I, I guess it, there comes a time where it's time to hang it up. But I don't know about you, but I've been... I. I have literally been to three different Kiss farewell tours. I, I, I that's what I've been theorizing that yeah, like down the road, Slayer's gonna pull a Kiss. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll just do a comeback tour or, or uh, do a reunion album. Yeah, or yeah, or just I mean, like Black a, Sabbath did it with the uh, well, most of the original lineup. Uh huh. Because apparently they don't want to give Bill Ward money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole freaking thing too. And Slayer um, did the same thing with. Uh, Oh, God, why am I forgetting their names? Their original drummer. Yeah. Oh, damn I'm it. horrible with names. Yeah. I, I. Damn it. I don't. I don't remember. And I'm not going to research it all. So, <laughs> as I as I look over, I glance over well, my anyway. shoulder, look at the computer, I look down at the keyboard. I'm like, nah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Slayer's the at least for the uh, U.S. Canada tour. They're mm-hmm. going to be touring with uh, Lamb of God, uh, Anthrax, Behemoth, and Testament. Okay. And being a bit of a smart ass, I, I, I said, uh, Lamb of God and Testament should, should switch spots because at least from the uh, the billing that or the flyer that they put out, it looks like Testament's going to be the opening band, oh. and Lamb of God's going to be second to last. Yeah, I'm with you. Flip that. Uh, then I added, or better yet, replace Lamb of God with either Razor or Exodus. Hmm. Because I don't mind Lamb of God, but yeah. Lamb of God's one of those bands like. I don't see what's special about them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not as much into the scene anymore to be able to disagree. Like, like I saw them when they opened for uh, Metallica like 10 years ago and, and they I, were fine. Yeah, I saw that show too. Yeah. Yeah. And they were fine. Actually, that was a really yeah, good not, show. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not bad. I'm not trying to dog on. Sure. Them. Sure. It's just one Testament. I feel is a much better band mm-hmm. and has tenure compared to Lamb of God. So you yeah. think, think they'd be either going on before or after uh Anthrax. Is uh would is Lamb of God more popular with the kids, maybe? Probably. Ah. I mean well, I don't know. It's just Yeah. I've just been to a lot of shows where it's like, why is this band opening for this band when it should be the other way around? Like uh I think it was a Mayhem Festival where uh, Sl- uh Slipknot was the closing act and Oh Mo- sure. And Motorhead was one of the supporting acts. And it's what? Like, exactly. Ooh. I don't know about all Motorhead that. should always be a closer. Right? Even if it's a band that's more legendary than them. <laughs> I like that. All right, man. But, but uh, just one last thing about the sure, Slayer tour. Of course. Yeah, yeah. There's no Washington date. That's right. Thank you. I I there was there's a not reason why a, I wanted to bring it up. And, there's uh, not even a Portland one. The closest is uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Wow. And I got a friend of mine trying to convince me to go on a road trip with her for the show. And I'm just like, I've seen Slayer seven times. Mm-hmm. I know what I'd be missing. Yeah. I mean, Christ. I think like most of those shows I I went when uh, Jeff Hanneman was still alive. So okay. I've seen the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. But, and. I mean, it. it uh, I mean, not to tangent too much, but like, uh, for example, when ACDC came to town the last time, I didn't go because I'm just like, well, yeah. How much were those tickets? Oh, they were expensive. But but I saw them like like ten years ago when they were here in like oh eight oh nine, and well, those were less expensive, but still pretty spendy. But but I spent it because I mean, again, that's the lineup. Um, you know, so so I get that. Um. But yeah, it's more or less what I'm saying is like, you know, it, it comes to a point of diminishing returns. You know, it's like, and. But also, it's just for a Canada show, it's not just. Uh, yeah. I can't remember how many hours it takes it would take to get from, like, say, South King County to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, you got gas. You might be putting up for a hotel. Because I don't know if I'd be willing to drive all the way back after Ugh, after a yeah. late night show. Mm-mm. But also, I would need to get a passport of some kind, right? Or like an enhanced driver's license or something. Either way, I'd be spending a lot of money for yep. a band again I've seen seven times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
mean, if, if it was like I've never seen Slayer before, I'd be more, uh, I'd be more inclined. Well, like you know, I, I mentioned that I've seen uh, uh, Kiss a few times. Like, like the first time I saw them was on a farewell tour, and it's like, well, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. And then they did the same tour two more times, but but still, but it was that that motivation. I hadn't seen them, and it's like you know, it's like well, I think I should probably see Kiss. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's one of those kind of things. Yeah, it, I had the same mindset when uh, Black Sabbath did their re- uh, retirement tours. Like, yeah, like I should go, but I've seen them with the full original lineup with Bill yeah. Ward. Yeah, and not some session drummer. See, and that's the thing, you know, it's like the diminishing returns I was mentioning earlier. It's like when, when you start chipping away at it, it's like, you know, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, like, you know, a lot of nostalgia bands, you know, touring around, like there's like two different bands calling themselves Foreigner and, you know, you know, all, all the bands like on the casino circuit and stuff like that. It's like, that's, that's, it's not the same, you know, it's, it's sublime with Rome at that point. (laughs) No, it's not the same thing as sublime. (laughs) Oh man, but uh but man, this has been a lot of fun and and you know, as usual, we've uh we've gone significantly longer than than we're, usual. I we, think we're going to have to kick ourselves out cuz I think so nobody because, is saying anything. Yeah, cuz Waldo's over there doing a show we're, and just he's, <laughs> he waved. Yeah, he's not <laughs> giving us waving on the radio. He's not d- giving us dirty looks like no. like get the fuck it's out like, of here. It's like get out of here. I'm trying to do a show, but so we'll we'll just show ourselves out. Uh but uh, uh Spree, this is always a blast. Yeah. Um, how uh, how can people get a hold of you on the internet? Uh, at Twitter at Late Night Def. I probably should use my Gab account more. But I just kind of made it just to make it. Oh, gotcha. Kind of kind of lost interest in it. Well, well, more of a backup type of thing. But I'm more active on Twitter than the others. Yeah, Facebook. Well, I hard. Well, I still use, but I just don't care. Yeah, like well, I'll, I'll just post something and then forget about it. <laughs> and if I get responses <laughs> from my friends. It, if I'm lucky to get responses. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Too funny. Well, I I appreciate you being Twitter buddies with me. Like, I think, uh, well, because, I mean, like, quite frankly, almost all of our material for our podcast comes from Twitter interactions. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, fo- follow follow Killing Spree at Late Night Death. Um, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. And, yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll have to get together again sometime. In the, I guess it'll depend the on what's the next movie that we're both going to want to see. That's the thing. I mean, it all it, it all comes down to I mean, it seems to be movies. Well, uh, are, are we a secret movie podcast? Is that is that what's happened? Probably. Ah, oh, fuck. <sighs> Well, when, that, that seems like the only reason I come up for these yeah. guest spots is to talk about whatever movie. Yeah. One one of these days we may have to find a topic that's not movie related just for the hell of it. But also something you could talk about, too, because uh, I, I could talk yeah. about video games for days. <laughs> that's why you need your own show. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, well, you, I guess I'll, we could shoot the shit about comics. but I, Yeah, but but that's kind of a blind spot for you. So. Well, there, there's some comics I read like. Like I could talk for days about Berserk. <laughs> Fucking Berserk. If you, if you never read Berserk, read Berserk. It probably one of the best things I've ever read. And it's not even done. Wow. Nice. Very cool. All right. On that note, with uh, with uh, that uh, that glowing uh, um, uh, recommendation for Berserk, uh, my name is Mike. I'm Killing Spree. This Go is- Pats. <laughs> God damn! Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. All right, so yeah, so oh, I, fuck. I, yeah, we're not. Look, gonna, look what I did. Yeah, we're we're okay. We're not gonna get into this topic because because salt. But but yeah, no, you're uh, you're you're not a Patriots fan though, right? Why why I, are you rooting for the Patriots? It's because of how angry people get that just the Patriots being in the Super Bowl this year. I just yeah. find it. Well, last year I just didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> but, but for some reason this year it just seems like. Wow, what the fuck, guys? Mm-hmm. It's just a game. Yeah. I, I, like, everybody's a sudden... Well, I get accused of being a sudden Patriots fan. You'd Everybody else is being a sudden Eagles fan. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, see, and I, I'm... You know, I, I'm not going to call myself an Eagles fan because, uh, you know, Eagles fans are fucking assholes. But, <laughs> but no... Um, and the uh, only thing good, good thing about Philadelphia is the TV show. It's all sunny. Yeah, and, and, and delicious cheesesteak sandwiches. I love sandwiches, so I mean, uh, but no, I, uh, um, but I hate, I hate Tom Brady so very much. It's funny though because, like, when somebody asks me straight out, "What do you hate about Tom Brady?" and I'm like, 
Well, he's kind of handsome. <laughs> oh, so it's a jealous thing. I think it is. I mean, but no, I just because, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I've hated him for so many years that I've really lost track of why. I don't I don't even know if I have a tangible reason anymore. I just you, you, I, you sound like how I feel about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't even know why I hate him anymore. Yeah. Well, see, and I mean, I, I'm over the Super Bowl loss. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was what, 13 years ago at this point. Exactly. I mean, I mean, most of those people are like dead and stuff. Well, not really, but <laughs> might as well be I mean, with all those concussions. Football dead. <laughs> but anyway. oh, football dead. Yeah, that, that, that's it. <laughs> maybe, maybe they could play for the XFL or something like that. All right, man. Let's uh, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, and until next time, make good choices or bad ones. <laughs> Later. This has been a production of Mike Seibert Radio. If you'd like to listen to any of my past episodes, including all of my old college radio shows, you can listen and subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Stitcher Radio app, and on Apple Podcasts. The show can also be found on Podknife. And if you like what you're hearing, don't be shy. Tell a friend and spread the word. Like, share, rate, and review the podcast wherever you find it, and I will read your reviews on the air and give you a shout-out. You can find me online at Mike Seibert Radio on Twitter and Instagram, and if you're an independent artist and would like to share your music with us, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, shoot me an email, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com, or just message me. Thanks for listening. 